0: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Medium Ship Matters with me, Hannah Mackin. How are you doing? Very, 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 very excitingly, over the weekend, we hit 100,000 downloads of this podcast. 100,000! I can't believe it! Thank you all so much. For all the support, those of you that have gone on to buy me a coffee and bought me coffees, or Kathy bought me three, Um, those of you that support the podcast monthly, those of you that share, that leave reviews, that follow the podcast, that share the social media posts, thank you. Um, Never in my wildest dreams did I think this would be a possibility. And here we are. So, pretty, pretty amazing. And I've still got so many ideas coming in and so many different ways that I want to do things and things I want to cover. So I'm really, really looking forward to season three and getting all that information out there. And while I remember, just to let you know, there is one space left for January Folkestone retreat. Uh, so please do get in contact if you'd be interested in possibly joining us it's only because we've had a cancellation it's it's normally sold out way before now so we would love to have you with us it's such a good time Uh, several nights in a hotel with all our meals fully catered and private rooms and lots of fun like-minded people and experiences with the spirit world which is always amazing. It's always really good fun, and also because January is a very exciting month. I also still have spaces on my Elevate course for January. So if you are developing, you've been working with the spirit world, you're not a complete beginner, and you're ready to work hard, face your fear, and take it to the next level, we would love to have you with us. Um, and there's UK morning ones and UK evening ones for that to try and accommodate all time zones or as many as possible so please do pop over to my website and have a look because we would love to have you with us and those courses are included in the mentorship program if you join the mentorship program by the end of November 2022 so uh, would be great to have you on that too we've got a lovely little gang of people there So that would be good. Right, enough with all that stuff. What do I want to talk to you about today? I've been teaching at the weekend beginners mediumship. And I always love, I love teaching anyway. I love working with everybody. But I love going back to the beginning with uh, students and just giving them that little taste of the spirit world for the first time and had a really amazing group it was lovely and it's very interesting because in that group we had some people that had worked with spirit before and gone away from it and were now coming back and some people that were completely new to it and one lady who by her own admission is a skeptic and came I don't know why she came she just felt a calling to come and she came and she'd been for readings and she'd watched mediums work live and She said herself at the end that actually going on that course gave her such a great understanding of what it's like to be a medium and how it really works and answered so many questions about why, why it is that we're not just getting these specific bits of information that people want and all of that and obviously you guys all know they don't have a voice box, we're working with energetic charades, we're doing our best. But I think experiencing it and having a spirit communicator communicate with her and her trying to share the information really opened her eyes. Isn't that amazing? I love it. And I've got to tell you this really funny story. Well, I think it's funny. But um, I've got all of the group paired up, spread around the hall. And uh, I'm talking them through... Spirit stepping forward and they're with you. They're always with you. Trust into that feeling. Open up to the presence. And I look up at the window and there's a face there. (laughs) Laid an egg, honestly. I was so made me jump. But it wasn't spirit, guys. It was a neighbor complaining about the parking. (laughs) You couldn't get less spiritual, could you? But it was funny, I did go, and I had to keep it silent because I didn't want to make anyone jump as they were opening up to the spirit world. So uh, yeah, funny, fascinating. Uh, You can't take the humanness out of existence here, can you? And it was one of the things that came up on the course, but I really wanted to explore more on the podcast, is the kind of weird contrast of being a human being working with the spirit world. Because on one side we've got the I'm not good enough to work with spirit, this idea that spirit are judging us, the idea that spirit want us to be different than how we are, that God is displeased with us in some way. And then on the other side we've got the human urge to give spirit instructions and tell them what to do. I want it that way and the weird contrast of those two things in that we're trying to reconcile in our spiritual experience. So I think you can probably recognise, I know I certainly can, this idea even if it's not fully formed in your mind you're not conscious of it being an idea but this program that runs in the background that absolutely slows you down on your path it's take it's like an antivirus on your computer that then makes all the other programs run a bit slower and starting up starting it up makes it nearly ground to a halt so this idea that we are not good enough to work with spirit that spirit are watching us and judging us and that we need to be better to work with spirit or to move into the spirit world and I had those kind of ideas now why would I have them I was brought up by an atheist I don't I didn't grow up under religion in my home but I still absorbed it from the culture I still had that feeling and maybe maybe a little bit with Father Christmas there's something in that isn't there someone who watches you, who knows if you're well behaved or not, that you can't hide from. We have this kind of shaming culture that we bring in for our children of people are watching and they know if you're good or not. And what constitutes being good? Because one of the things that I've really noticed on my spiritual journey is no matter how hard I work for spirit, no matter what I do, I am inescapably human. I do have horrible thoughts that run through my head, both about me and about other people. I can be judgmental. I can be unkind. And I don't think that that goes. And I think the idea that that goes is sometimes what holds us back. Now I do think that you improve, I think when you open up and allow yourself to receive unconditional love from the spirit world, you change your behaviours, whenever I get a troll on the internet or see someone being troll-like on the internet, I know that they are not sitting in an energy of unconditional love. Because if you are judging anybody else to the point where you need to write a comment on somebody's social media or say something unkind, then you are not receiving any unconditional love in your life. You're not allowing it in. We can understand that. And while we're looking at unconditional love, it's unconditional. (laughs) That doesn't mean you need to be better to receive it. It means it's there for you right now as you are. So we understand that, we understand that concept and then we have that kind of limiting thing of, well, unconditional love for you but not for me because I don't feel like I'm doing as well as I should be and I know that I behave this way and I shouldn't be or I I need to improve this and then maybe I'll be worth unconditional love and we keep pushing that unconditional love away from ourselves. I, I, I will get it one day but I just need to be a bit better and spirit are there sending it constantly to us. We love you, we love you, we love you in spite of all of those things that, as humans, we judge. And, of course, within that, we also have to accept that we have been the catalyst in our bad moments for some people's learning. In the wondrous web of spiritual wonderment (laughs) that we have here, sometimes we, in our human state can be the force for change and development in somebody's life just like some of the absolute dicky things that have been done to me have taught me things like boundaries like I need to change my behavior I need to change my expectations they've brought aspects of my shadow darker self to the light for me to reconcile and deal with so is there really any need to judge any of it when it's all serving a purpose to get us where we need to be. So if you can't change the fact that you're human, and you can't change the fact that no matter how much you meditate, you're still going to have moments where your humanness is there, because it's not about escaping, being a human. That's not the journey here. The journey is about being human, not being a spirit then where does that leave us when we're trying to communicate with the spirit world but we keep pushing them away, shutting them off from us because we feel like we're not good enough? And why is it that we hear all this time, all this information about journeys that people have had to go on and yet we don't allow ourselves to have a journey? I was watching I'm a Celebrity um, because I love it every year I love it even though the animal eating makes me but apart from that I could never eat blend drink blended anything anyway and Jill Scott was on it talking about her journey with football and how much she had to overcome to be a female footballer in her lifetime and the fact that other parents were abusive to her and things like that and Now she gets the joy of the fact that there are little girls who are allowed to play football and it's not questioned or restricted by society. It's just allowed. And isn't that kind of thing that we hear again and again and again? People telling their stories. And I know that I've said to you before, if you want to be a medium, you have to love stories. You have to love people's stories. So why is it that we can love other people's stories? And not show any love to ours. Why is it we turn away from our story of our, our triumphs and our difficulties, the hardships that we face to get us to where we are? Why do we turn away from them? And we judge them and we snip ourselves off from them. And we say, no, I don't want to think about this that I went through. And we don't allow ourselves a journey. But we'll watch somebody else's on the TV and go, wow, that's amazing. I can see how it led you down this path and got you to where you are today. And why is it we are so unwilling to show certain people forgiveness and other people have it with ease? Is that a taste thing? Is that an energy thing? Or is it a judgment on different scales of what's right and what's wrong? And who are we to have that judgment? And as with all spiritual truths... You're only judging yourself, aren't you? In judging somebody else, you're only judging yourself. It's complicated, isn't it? So complicated. So we're there and we're wanting to communicate with spirit and spirit are there, spirit are around us and they are holding unconditional love. And as you open up to that unconditional love, you do start to change. And you start to prioritise yourself. And that is the key to everything, because I can tell you that I do not give a rat's bum what other people are doing if it's not harming anybody else. I don't care. Do what you like. And the reason I don't care is because I allow my mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. myself to do what I like because I know that spirit love me and I know that they love me when I'm being spiritual and I'm doing this podcast and they love me when I've drunk too much wine and I'm crying about RuPaul because I love him so much. They love me when I'm being unkind and difficult and stubborn to my husband and they love me When I'm being giving and fully in my spiritual self and spreading some love, they love me regardless. And that has given me the permission that I needed to be a human being. And then we're pinching ourselves off, but they won't communicate with me, will they? But they will, they don't care. And as you start to do what you want and you allow yourself to be who you want to be and that freedom creeps in slowly, 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 you'll suddenly find that you feel happier and that communication with spirit is easier. And the only person that's been cutting you off from it the whole time has been you. The only person that's been preventing you from walking forward on the path and taking what you want is you. You. It's interesting, isn't it? And then the flip side that I talked about, what feels like ages ago, <laughs> which is the, we believe that spirit are there and they're judging us and they're telling us we're not good enough and they're saying you, it's normally in a Bible quotation, you didn't love your neighbour, you, you have sin, you can't fe- cast the first stone and all of that's absolute poppycock. And then we are also feeling that we need to control them And I mean, even just the idea of spirits being trapped and us, you know, spirit needing us. Spirit don't need us. Uh, Spirit have infinite power, infinite potential. We need spirit. Spirit don't need us. And it's just fascinating to me how we limit it and we control it. And I hear people saying things like, tell spirit this is how you want to receive it. And tell spirit this is... They know how you are open to receiving it. They know that if you can be open and you can have as many valves open to receive information from them in as many ways as possible, you can have this beautiful multifaceted, multicolored, multi-experience with spirit that blows your socks off. And if you start directing them, all you are really doing is directing your valves to how you are able to receive it. You are not changing the information, you're changing how you are able to receive it. I was talking to some people the other day about all the different clairs and all the different ways of receiving energy and explaining that if you remain open, you can have one bit of evidence that you get in so many different ways. And that's how you get that true unfoldment of information from spirit. So you might start, for example, with the taste of gingerbread. And as you experience a taste of gingerbread and you say, because you always have to get it out of your mouth, you have to say what you're getting. As you say, I'm tasting gingerbread, you then feel the love from this gingerbread and you see it's a memory that you used to make it together and this was actually something that your grandmother really looked forward to and you're feeling her excitement and you're seeing the memory play out of them together every year making the gingerbread and then as you smell it baking in the oven you know that they used to play games while they were waiting for the gingerbread to cool so that they could ice it and then as you feel into that knowing you know that this spirit has been watching them from the spirit world and and seeing them repeat that experience with their own children with the same recipe and the same feeling and you feel the emotion of the spirit and you hear the words I'm with you and I see that and you're using my recipe and it's so multifaceted whereas if you are directing spirit and you say spirit I only want to see it or I only want to hear it you're pinching yourself off from everything else that's available. Does that make sense? Dang, damn it, I said it. I've been trying really hard not to say that too much. But isn't it interesting? So why is it that we feel simultaneously, and this is the human condition, I feel it, feel like they're judging us, feel like we're not good enough for them, but then feel like we need to boss them around? What is that? That is ultimate humanness there, isn't it? It's that getting in the way of it all. And if we can get to a place, even if we can't maintain it and hold it all the time, but if you can get to a moment in your day where you allow yourself to believe that anything is possible, where you allow yourself to believe that you are completely worth love as you are, without change, and that spirit are with you right now. They don't need to be called in. They're not off, floating on a cloud in a beautiful slumber that you're interrupting. They're just there. They're with you. Infinite power, infinite intelligence, infinite knowing, unconditional love. If you can allow that just for... 30 seconds a day it will change your life if you can allow it for a minute a day think what you could do with that and it's sitting in that energy that will give you the answers you are seeking because I think quite often we know what we need I've never yet done a reading for somebody where I'm working with their spirit guides where I say things that they don't know They always know it. All you are doing when you are booking a reading with me is having the validation of somebody else saying what you already know. Imagine if you can allow that for yourself every day in moments, in stages. Imagine if you could stop judging whether you are ready or good enough and just go with it and see what happens. Because they will let you know if it's not right for you you will know. I've had courses that I've had to cancel this year, things that I tried to do that just didn't work. I tried to do um, mediumship matters podcast awards. And I tried to get votes of different, um, you know, different mediums and experts and things like that, because we have uh, an award system in the UK, but unfortunately, it's very biased. And um, I thought I'll do an unbiased one, it'll be amazing. Got a whole four votes in it. and I had to give up you know spirit will let you know that that's not right for you they let me know very definitively it's like it's got no energy behind it I will do it I'll put it out there and then a tumbleweed will float by and that will be all I get and that's okay um That doesn't mean that I'm failing. It doesn't mean that there's judgment from spirit. It just means that they're showing me that there's another focus for me and that my energy needs to be put in somewhere else. And I don't think there's any shame in that. I think what we need to start doing is tuning into that unconditional love of spirit, that energy, that essence, that presence, that feeling, and allowing it for ourselves fully. And even if you can only do it for a minute, what comes up for you in that minute? When you tap into your potential in that moment, surrounded by that love, what does that potential feel like? What do you need to be doing? How are you holding yourself back? And why is it that we believe that we have to be perfect to, to, to do anything? I listen back to my um, earlier podcasts and... I can see the improvement and I have to be really careful to not allow judgment on where I was. I have to be really careful to just be like, okay, I wouldn't do it like that anymore. And I can see how much better at this I am now. But that doesn't invalidate the work I did in 2021. Why can't we allow that for ourselves? Why are we waiting to get it right to leap why don't we allow ourselves to experiment to grow why don't we l- allow ourselves to have this as a chapter of our story where we changed where we shifted where we grew where we learned without shame without expecting ourselves to be some sort of kind of superhuman and just accept that we are where we are and that there is more growth ahead but where we are right now is good enough And spirit love us. And spirit are amazed by us. And spirit see our humanness and they accept it. You're still worth so much. So that's where I'm at at the moment is trying to, again, just lift those restrictions that I've put upon myself that aren't, it's not like a thought comes in and it's like the gallows, and not the gallows, a guillotine, it's not like it just comes in and chops you off, it's it's insidious, it's hidden, it's secret, it's there just chipping away at you. I heard Davina McCall being um, interviewed on the radio about the menopause the other day and she said she'd never been nervous of driving at night. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't thinking, I am now afraid to drive at night. She was thinking things like, I'll go out in the car now before it gets dark. So it seemed like an empowering, organised thought. But it was only when she tuned into it that she realised that it was fear-based. And that it was a restriction. How many thoughts a day are we having where we're not really listening to the energy behind them when we're not really paying attention to the restriction that we are putting upon ourselves with our ideas and how much is that idea that we need to be different for spirit and good enough for spirit stopping you from stepping forward and why is it when we get to a certain stage in our experience when you look at the front runners the mediumistic front runners that are out there with the hundreds of thousands of followers why is it they can never say i don't know the answer to that why is it they can never show you their humanness why do they hide behind uh, propagating the i'm so spiritual dialogue i'm so amazing look at me i'm so sp- i'm doing this i'm doing chanting i'm doing this i'm doing that why are they not being in in the yes all of that stuff is good but speaking about the truth of it as well but i am also flawed i am also tired i am also nervous i am also judgmental i've been cutting myself off hmm so I've been very much recognising where I've been cutting myself off and limiting myself recently. And I have no doubt that I will do it again because that is the human condition. We will, to err is human. We will err. We will get it wrong. We will limit ourselves without even consciously meaning to. We will cut ourselves off from the divine spark of light that we are, from our own soul, even though we know it's part of us just because we all believe that we need to be different. But what if we don't? What if we just need to be us? And we need to allow ourselves to be loved. And we need to allow ourselves to choose us. And we need to love ourselves enough to pick the journey that we want and the experience that we want. Then we will find that we can have everything we want and more and that spirit were there beside us the whole time saying take it, it's yours and the only person that was stopping us was us. Something to chew over. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I hope that it's motivated you to think about your relationship with spirit and your relationship with yourself and surrender into it a little bit more surrender is a process it's a journey and I hope it takes you forward let me know what you think as always and if you've got a question uh, podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk and I will catch up with you all again soon have a great day